Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Friday Night Titans and a happy Memorial Day to everyone watching out there. This is the Schmodown, the movie trivia championship of the world. That is Andrew Guy. I am Mark Ellis. He is a full-time announcer. I'm a part-time video game system salesman. And Andrew, as we look at the landscape of Friday Night Titans, one of the great matches of all time could be going down tonight in our headliner event. Yeah, I, I PayPal'd you, Mark. I'm still waiting on my uh, the delivery of my package there. But yes, Delivery of a great match is what we're going to see for our headlining match tonight. Smets versus Kalinowski 3. It's going to be a barn burner of a match. One of the greatest rivalries in Schmodown history and definitely in Intergeekdom history. Going to go head to head. But first, we start off with two veteran competitors uh -huh. that have yet to find, and yes, I have checked the numbers, <laughs> yet to find a win in singles, which is shocking. Because when you talk about Whitney, when you talk about Rachel, they're both incredibly talented competitors. They have an incredibly vast amount of movie trivia knowledge, but can't find that W. Yeah, this matchup has as many tentacles as that weird cycloptic octopus thing from Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. And one of them is what you just intimated because you and I had a good chuckle before we went to air five minutes ago looking at the zeros because we're like, wait a Shocking. minute. The Switchblade has never won a single. Whitney, the beauty's never won a singles. That is what they're fighting for today to get a notch in the W column. But there's also a managerial aspect to this event in that we're really not sure who's coming out to manage who. Yeah, I mean, when you talk about one side of it with Whitney and Flaus, you know they got a team there with Lieberman. But Whitney, you know, I'll be honest. He, he's a guy that knows so much about movies. I don't know how much of a manager he really needs. But with where the <laughs> Schmodown is at nowadays, you kind of need one. It's a necessity. There's so much that they can do for you in any given match. But when you look at Flaus, I, I, I'm sure he's seen a movie or two in his life. Eh. But can he manage his way through a singles match where his competitor needs a win. I feel like the one film that Flaus has definitely seen is Janet Jackson's Rhythm Nation tour. And anything else, <laughs> I can I can confirm enough. that. Uh, look, the guy, he's like a black cat because he has nine lives, especially when it comes to being one of the world's biggest music superstars. But is he going to be able to check his ego and actually root on somebody else? Because with the Flaus, it's usually about himself. Yes. He loves touting his own abilities. Yes. Will he be able to steer the beauty to a win here? Because Rachel Silvestrini, She's had an interesting couple years here in the Schmodown, and she has a chance to get her very first win in singles right now. Let's see who can step up and find their first win in the singles division today in the movie championship, the world championship of movie trivia. Wow, that was tough for me. That's can why we go away? to Ken Knapsack <laughs> for our announcing. Ladies, gentlemen, and all of our friends around the world, it's time for the movie trivia. You see, that's how you do it, Andrew. Yeah, that's I how know. you do it. This match is scheduled for three rounds in the singles division. Introducing first. With a record of zero wins and four defeats, accompanied by Moose Pulse, Rachel, the Switchblade Silver. applause for not just the switchblade, but then there's Moose, and it appears Moose might be sort of ghost managing, yep. guiding Rachel through, maybe issuing a challenge if the need arises, but they look fresh, they look ready to go, and they look a little out for blood today. I mean, that's the thing, when you talk about a new team coming together, what great way to build chemistry than managing the other one in their said division, so I'm very excited to see what the two of them are going to do here in this match. And now let's meet their very creative and colorful opponents. And her opponent. 
with a record of zero wins and three defeats, accompanied by Ty Lieberman and his manager, The Burton Walsh. This is the beauty, Whitney Sidebone. All right, so the beauty is here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The booze give me power. There's Whitney, there's the flouse, and what appears to be Bob Pope on a USO tour. Bob's like crazy. Stop making fun of my people. I'm sorry, support. Listen, what's this switchblade? That's very dangerous but not as dangerous as beauty, because beauty always beats Braun, okay? So let's get ready to schmow down. Yes, I said it before you. The table has been set. It remains to be seen how much managing the Fortin Flask is actually going to do. Is Ty Lieberman sort of acting as the golfer to the caddy of the Fortin Flask? But either way, the beauty and the switchblade about to get things underway, which means it's time for the rules of round number one. Ten questions, each one worth a point. Competitors have 15 seconds to write down their best attempt at an answer. Keep in mind, you each have three usages of your repeat throughout the three-round match. If you're not sure you heard a question right, you want to buy yourself more time, use a repeat. You also each have one challenge. God help us if it gets issued by either one of your managers. <laughs> and now I will turn it over to first, the Switchblade. It's such a it's such a mean, violent name, but what a smile on Rachel Silvestrini. Are you ready to get going here? I am, and I just want to say, I love your lipstick. It's so Thank pretty. You. You're welcome. I would second that. Sephora? Uh, we'll talk oh. later. Uh, Whitney. I, I, I can give you some advice. Are you ready to go? Sure. Then let's get ready to schmodown. See, that's how, that's how a professional announces. That I mean, he's really just showing me up here. All right, 10 questions coming your way. The beauty and the switchblade starting right here with the 1980s. Before Denis Villeneuve brought Frank Herbert's Dune to life in 2021, which filmmaker directed the novel adaptation in 1984? Mm, that was just two years before a certain naval aviation movie was released, and now Top Gun Maverick in theaters this weekend. We've both seen it. Oh, my dear God. It's just the full, it's the circle of life, uh, Ellis. It truly four, is. Three. I hate cutting you off, too. It's okay. One, especially when we're praising that Maverick. film. Uh, Rachel, did he have it? David Lynch. He is correct. That's a point. David Lynch. The beauty at it as well. A Platinum Dunes production. <laughs> I'm not sure if he's referring to just Dune or himself and his entire squad over there, but be that as it may, we careen into the world of animated movies. And here's the question. The comic genius, we miss him so very much, Gilbert Godfrey voices a parrot named Diago in what 1992 Disney animated feature. You know how I knew he was so wonderful in this movie? How's that? For like 10 years after I saw this when I was a kid, anytime I heard his voice, I associated it with like a bad guy <laughs> until I grew up and I started watching his stand-up and you realize he's just a genius. Rest in peace, Five, my friend. Four, three, two, one. One of the funniest to ever do it and now one of the most beautiful to ever do it, Whitney. The answer is Aladdin. Aladdin is correct. Did the Switchblade have it? Aladdin. Nailed it. Here we go. Perfect through two as we move on to question number three. Fun category here, musicians in film. Peter Siegel directed who in the lead role of value shop assistant manager Maya Vargas in 2018's second act? Value shop. Yeah. I don't know why I saw the... Uh, were you playing a flute or a guitar or a violin? That was me uh, tapping. Uh, mm. That was me doing a hammer-on in the style of Edward D.H. Five, four. I've never actually picked up a real guitar. Yeah? Two. Tiny hands. <laughs> Fence down, and let's go back to the switchblade. 
Debbie Harry? Is incorrect. A good guess, though, given the question. Uh, Dakota Johnson. It's another was great guess. That movie. Given the question, the answer. Jennifer Lopez. Hi, J Lo, J -Lo oh. herself. Hello. Oh. She's watching. She is. Jenny from the block upset. And now we move to your next category. New She'll releases. She'll never welcome me under her coat now. New releases is the category and the question for a point. Ralph Fiennes plays the Duke of Oxford, opposite Reese Ifans and Gemma Arterton in what film from director Matthew Vaughn? Every now and then there's a question. I know how to read and pronounce all those You're words. You're very good at both of those. But I'm glad I didn't have to. Oh, this one, you, you felt like it was going to trip you up a few, little bit. There's a lot of uh, syllables. I keep score as to how we're doing up here. <laughs> I was clinging to a 4-3 to three lead. Well, I Five, messed up the intro, so four, I think you're winning. Three, <laughs> two, one. Pens down. You can come back at any minute, given my <laughs> mediocrity. Let's go to Whitney. The King's Man. The King's Man is the title we were looking for. Did Rachel have it? Is it man or men? It is oh. The King's Man. The King's Men. The previous film, and it was all one word. I yep. It's a very there's tough title There's more than one man. There, I know there's a lot of them, but the movie is called The King's Man. And so the beauty enjoys a three to two lead over the switchblade. Yeah, you got to be careful with those spellings, especially in words like yeah, man and man. Here we go. Question number five, halfway through round number one. The category is mystery thriller. What famous literary character has been portrayed by Henry Cavill, Nicholas Rowe, and Robert Downey Jr.? You know, I, I don't know if I'm going to do like a giant Twitter thread. I'm going to let everybody see Top Gun mm -hmm. Maverick. I just, I, I have so much to say. I know. And I haven't felt like this really in, in ever that I want to talk about anything this much. It's the first time you've ever shown up at the park in the mornings and you just scream at me Five, about Top Gun yeah. for about an four, hour. Three. I enjoy it. Two. One. Our Ford Fusions parked next to each other in the lot. Charging uh, off of one another. Let's go to the Switchblade first. Is it Sherlock Holmes? It certainly is. <laughs> Not the most confident answer, but you got a point nonetheless. How about the beauty? Confidently, it is Sherlock Holmes. There it is. Well, how's what I A lot easier it. when you know you have the right yeah, answer written down. Very no. accurate. Dynamite drop it by Andrew Guy, and he evens things up with Ellis. Your you know, next more, question. More time has passed between the release of Top Gun and Top Gun Maverick than Mozart's whole life. Wow. Wow. Do we give him a point for that? I think we have no. to. No. I think we do. All right, I'll five, take it. Five points for Seibel. All right, we'll move to long your next time. category is action adventure films. Here's the question. Pierre Morel directed what 2008 action thriller starring Liam Neeson as a former CIA operative who tracks down his kidnapped teenage daughter? I mean, back then, people lived to be like 27, so it makes sense. What, back in 2008? Uh, well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was the life expectancy? Man, That's we it. are killing we, it. We have really exceeded yeah. expectations, Ellis. That's right. Thank you, light beer. <laughs> Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, and let's go to the beauty. Uh, taken. Is correct. How about Rachel? Taken. That is also accurate. There's been 900 movies with that same premise since. <laughs> All the same. All the exact same. Here we go. Question number seven. Fantasy sci-fi. Dorothy finds the yellow brick road is now a pile of rubble, and the Emerald City is in ruin. In what 1985 dark fantasy film? Man, you talk about waking up from a nice dream. Yeah. To discover the... I mean, if the yellow brick road is a pile of... What chance do the rest of us have? Take parts of it and sell it. Yeah. It's a new world. It's the apocalypse Think now. the Tin Man's getting any oil if we can't even build a road? Five. Sell the Tin Man for parts. Four, three. Eat the lion. 
Two, Jesus. one. You're well, savage, like but you're version. not wrong. Like Pens down. Let's go to Switchblade. Not that it wasn't already a nightmare-inducing movie. Return to Oz. Return to Oz. Yeah, watch it again, kids, with Andrew and I. Return to Oz. Is Beauty has returned to Oz as well. And so we got us a well-played yeah. ball game here in round number one. It's still a one-point advantage for the Beauty over the Switchblade. I will never get tired of saying those two nicknames back-to-back no. -back as we pivot to holiday films. And here we go. As we celebrate Memorial Day weekend, your question for a point. The horror anthology film Trick or Treat, featuring Anna Paquin and Brian Cox, was directed by whom? And what Patreon tier do you think it would be to watch Return to Oz with you and me? What I think I might do it for free. Be. I might do it for free. We do have the $5 and the $12 tiers available for early access to shows like Friday Night Titans. Thank you for bringing that up, and Guy takes the lead. Set Five, up. four, three, two, one. Pens down, and let's go to The Beauty. Ernst Lubitsch. Is incorrect. <laughs> Looking <laughs> so confidently said, I thought I was wrong. The Switchblade. I know, I was like, I do not have that answer. Uh, I put Justin Lin. Ah, uh, unfortunately, yes. you still do not have the answer. Michael Doherty is who we're looking for. Oh, that Michael guy. Doherty. Michael yeah. Doherty. Question number nine goes over to biopics. What 2018 biopic stars Rami Malek in an Oscar-winning performance telling the story of the British rock group Queen? Huh. <laughs> I feel like your questions are easier than mine. <laughs> I move them around. <laughs> Is that what you did? Yeah. I take all the easy ones. I feel like the competitors like you a lot more than me, right? I'm asking Michael Darty questions, and you're just basically handing them points. No. Five. Queen. Four, I believe. Three, two, one. And we go first to the little silhouette of a switchblade. <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody. Is correct. Scaramouche? Bohemian Rhapsody. Also has Bohemian <laughs> Rhapsody, and that is correct for a point. I'm not mad at the question. I'm just, I'm, you know, yeah. again, a little jealous that you got the fun ones to read. Let's see how this final question in round one plays out, where the beauty currently holds a one-point lead over the Switchblade. Your category is horror films. And the question, what is the title of the fourth film in the Purge franchise featuring Lauren Velez, Ewan Noel, and Marissa Tomei? Do you need the full title? Talking about again, you, you know, these movies with so many installments in their franchise. Yeah. Taken, Purge. I've only seen the first one. Starts to all run together. Mm -hmm. Five. People die in both, I think. Four. Three. It's not pretty. Just Two. a few. One. Pens down, lock your doors. Let's go to the beauty. The fourth film is The First Purge. A little confusing there. You see what they did? Oh. Rachel. So it's not election year. It is uh, not election year. That is another film in the Purge franchise. No <laughs> points will be awarded, however. And so now it is the beauty eight. And the Switchblade 6 as we head into round number two. This is the <laughs> wheel round. Each competitor gets a spin at the wheel. Once they arrive on a category, five questions will emerge worth two points apiece. I'll remind both competitors that stealing's available in round number two. The Fortinfloss wasn't even ready to talk. <laughs> yeah, Lieberman was already up there uh -huh. with his golf uh, cane, which is something that's kind of become a tradition here in the movie trivia showdown. But Flaus, uh, actually, I'm going to tell Whitney and Ty. Whitney, Ty, you guys have the lead right now. And Flaus. And, and Flaus. Would you like to spin first or defer to your opponent? Let them spin first. Uh, oh. You're going to let them what? Spin. I'm sorry. I don't think that's legal in the US. Spin, spin the beer. OK. Also, all right, all right. I, I heard swing the beer. And yeah. so they're going to go swing the beer first. Yeah. Um, Rachel, at all your right. pleasure. All right, and there is the spin from Could the switchblade. A wild card, which you know I'm always excited about, Ellis. Always love the wild cards. 
and it has landed on Kevin Smith, wow. and that is a confident switchblade <laughs> that is going to be walking back to the podium. She did not. She, I don't even think she yeah. looked at Moose. Well, look, you know, there's situations in the showdown where people know you're good at a set category, whether it's movie release dates and you're Scott Nance, and I'm sure Ben Bateman will be upset about that, but <laughs> everyone knows that Rachel loves Kevin Smith. This should be a great round. For the switchblade. That is right. Now keep in mind five questions, each one worth two points, but stealing is available should a gap in the category of Kevin Smith happen. And so without further ado, it will be Andrew Guy, who probably owns a switchblade at some point in your I life. I do. Right? Careful. Yeah. All right, five <laughs> questions coming your way, two points apiece, and you can of course check down starting right here in Kevin Smith with In which Wes Craven directed Scream film? Do Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes appear as Jay and Silent Bob? Scream 3. No hesitation. Two big points there for the Switchblade. That's a little bit of a tricky one, too. That was really good. Question number two. Which Kevin Smith film featured the tagline, Hollywood had it coming? Coming. <laughs> I think I know, but I'll take multiple. Yeah, sure. You do that. Is it A, Jay and Silent Bob reboot? B, Mallrats, C, J, and Bi Silent Bob Strike Back, or D, Zach and Miri make a porno? Stupid taglines. J and Silent Bob Strike Back. That is correct for one right. big point. As we began the five count, she had a little hesitation there and then knocked it out for one. So she's got three points and now takes the lead over the beauty. And with those three points, she goes to question number three. Kevin Smith, Jason Mewes, Carrie Fisher, and William Shatner all cameo in what 2009 comedy featuring Jay Baruchel that featured the tagline, Never Tell Them the Odds? I am waiting for the sequel with his fanboys. That is correct for two more points. Another taglines question, but tag much line. easier for the Switchblade here. There's every movie has like 19 taglines, like narrow down. All right, question number four in the category of Kevin Smith. Which actress played the main lead Gray opposite Kevin Smith and Timothy Oliphant in the romantic comedy Catch and Release? Completely underrated film, Jennifer Garner. Wow. Two more points for the Switchblade as she cruises through this Kevin Smith category. You know they're good when they're offering commentary about the film as yes. they give a correct answer. Your final question here in the category of Kevin Smith. In Mallrats, what Florida theme park is TS planning to take Brandy to in order to propose to her to which Brody says it's the most romantic thing I've ever seen? It's actually I've ever heard, but... Uh... It actually does say I've ever heard, and that is because <laughs> Ellis takes the lead! <laughs> you have it, no, no, the answer is Universal Studios. All right, that uh, is yeah. correct. When Josh pops out of the water. And the for two more points. Correcting somebody who's at the answer desk, which you actually see about twice a match now, given the current state of us. So that is correct. And what a second round it yes. was for the Switchblade. She now enjoys a seven-point lead over the Beauty, who had a two-point advantage. Going into this round, he was advised by his manager, we think, the Farton Flouse, to allow them to spin first. And now it is going to be the Beauty who steps up to the wheel. Yeah, and you love what the Switchblade did there in round two. Checking down on the one she wasn't 100% on. That's really yep. what you have to do when you have mm -hmm. that strong of a category. You Sometimes do not you don't want to give up to. a steal. Exactly. 
right, and so we are That's set to go. You're here. telling me which one to land. Okay, yeah. With Klaus telling his competitor which oh, slice to land. The wild card. Yeah, he so wants the wild card. He wants a wild card. <laughs> it's just cinchy that way. We don't have to make choices. Wow. Okay. Well, you actually would have the choice if you want to keep it or spin again. But. Technicality. That is. That is Morgan, Morgan Freeman. Freeman. Yes, no, it's, it's where the, the it's, it's where it's the where big the arrow is. Arrow is. Yeah. Oh. Yep. That that little tiny plastic strip just there for safety. And sound. It does sound. They're going to spin again. They're going to spin away from yeah. Morgan I've Freeman. I've decided we will spin again. All right. All right. Good. Thank you. Good choice. Okay. The flouse has made the decision to, to be not already so in company. Yeah, it was already a few I seconds after his competitors had decided. It. it is not going to be wild card. It's going to be the I'll decade of the 1990s. The and as we head into the 90s, the same decade that saw Zafort and Floss rise to superstardom, yes. we now ask movie trivia questions to the beauty Zafort and Floss's prize pupil here in round number two. Keep in mind stealing and multiple choice both available. Screaming trees. Here it is. Primitive radio guy. Great band. And your question for two points. Adrian Lynn directed Robert Redford and Demi Moore in what 1993 romantic drama? Indecent Proposal. That's right, a million bucks. <laughs> a million bucks for a night. Your next question. For two points, and to cut the lead of the Switchblade to three, what is the name of the film that Bobby Bowfinger is trying to make in Bowfinger? Chubby Rain. And I want to say it. The Chubby Cut. <laughs> I am Every now and then, the answer shocks me here at the desk, Ellis. I'm blown away that he knew that. And he also, in the process, has cut the lead to three points of the switchblade. And now to cut the lead to one, Beauty, your third question in the category of the 1990s. Which actor appeared in the following 1990s action films? Hudson Hawk, The Last Boy Scout, Last Man Standing, and Striking Distance. Bruce Willis. All Oscar-winning classics, at least in my book. That is correct. And now, The Beauty, with his penultimate question in the 1990s, has the opportunity to take the lead outright over the switchblade. Here is your question to accomplish that task. What actor played Cameron Jones, the new student who is smitten with Bianca and goes to great lengths to win her favor in 1999's 10 Things I Hate About You? Joseph Gordon-Levitt. The beauty has the lead yeah. outright. That is correct for two more points. And we move to the final question in round number two, the 1990s. Here we go. In what 1992 thriller does Bill Paxton star as Dale Hurricane Dixon, small town police chief who awaits the arrival of a gang of killers? Can I do multiple choice for this one? You certainly may. Your options for a point. Is it A, at close range, B, one false move, C, red rock west, or D, don't look back? One false move. B is the correct wow. answer for another point, and the beauty negotiates his way through a very productive round number two. Both competitors really showing off their knowledge here, and it ends up with the same difference in points that we had going into this round. 17 for the beauty, 15 for Switchblade. Andrew, pretty well played match. I mean, this far. is what's so shocking when you talk about their records. One being 0-3, one being 0-4 does not reflect how good they are at this game. How many right answers we've seen today really shows you that these guys have so much ahead of them. So let's see what happens in round number three where all things are decided. That's right. Much like the great Highlander films, there can be only one who gets a point in the winner column here. Round number three will determine the match. 
in, I enjoyed the quickening for what it's worth. In round number three, each competitor has three questions that amass a total possibly of 10 points. Your first question's worth two, your next one three, your final question five points. And so to get things going, we need a series of numbers from each of you. These numbers may range from one to 20, three numbers apiece to generate your three question categories, starting with the beauty. Whitney Seibold, your three lucky numbers from one to 20 are? Four, seven, and 15. 4, 7, and 15 it is. And now we go to the switchblade. 10, 13, and 14. All righty, 10, 13, and 14. All right, so Andrew, we're going to kick off the questioning here in round number three with the switchblade. You'll be asking her her questions. I'll be handling the responsibilities for the beauty. And Rachel Silverstreeny now has an opportunity to tie the lead of Seibold. She hits her two-point question. She selected number 10 for that category. What's she looking at? She did. She's going to go over to the great actor, Gene Hackman. I love him. Love him. For two points and to tie the game here category of Gene Hackman. What 1990s Western film from Sam Raimi features Hackman, Leonardo DiCaprio, and Sharon Stone? The Quick and the Dead. You're either quick or you're dead, Ellis. That is correct for two pretty points. Quick. Tie game We're here in round number quick, three. Two dead pretty soon. <laughs> I would love to see a franchise. That would be great. With many <laughs> Just horse racing? There you go. All right, so now we They're do go to the beauty. Silver so the lead, and so now Seibold has to field a question. He selected category four for his two-pointer, and that puts him squarely in the world of Tom Hanks, America's mm. father slash grandpa, depending on how old you are. <laughs> Ouch. Used to be uncle, but we're just getting older. Roommate. Uh, America's <laughs> uncle is Guy Fieri. How many times do I have to remind you? <laughs> Whitney, your question for a two-point lead to regain that would be Tom Hanks plays the head guard of a penitentiary's death row in what 1999 Frank Darabont film based on a Stephen King book? The Green Mile. It's a long mile, but it doesn't really end all that well if you walk it. So that is 19 to 17. And once again, Seibold has a lead, but now Silverstrini, with her three-point question, could take the lead outright. I told you all at home, math can be fun. Going back and forth here, throwing punches. We land on your three-point question. Switchblade, you gave me the number of 13, which is going to take you over to the category of DC. DC for three points and to take the lead by one over the beauty. What year saw the release of both Batman Begins and Constantine? Two thousand five. That is correct for three more is. points to Switchblade on top. I got a release date question. And a tough release date question at that. Yeah, there it is. And so now we go back to Seibold, who's got a little more work to do to regain the lead. It's your three-point question. You have an opportunity to take the advantage if you hit your question, which is in the category number seven, dramas. Dramas is what we're looking at here. And for three points regain the loop. Mackenzie Davis features as a mysterious night nanny alongside Charlize Theron in what 2018 film from director Jason Reitman? Tully? 
<laughs> I've never heard it uttered quite like that, but that is a correct answer. Tully is the name of the movie, and that is 22 for Whitney, Tully or 20 for Rachel, and it all comes down to this for the Switchblade. Her back is against the wall. If she wants that first win, she's going to have to prove it right now with that five-point hit. What category is she looking at, Andrew? Rachel, for five points, and to take the lead here, you said number 14, which is going to take you to the category. Somewhat similar to where we were at in D.C., but we're going to comic book movies, a little more wide of a category for your five-point okay. question. And to take the lead, in what 2010s film featuring a performance from Michael Clark Duncan will you find a fighter jet pilot with the call sign Highball? Luckily for her, she has a lot of time to work through this category. Five, four, three, two. Repeat. It's your first one. In the category of comic book movies for five points, in what 2010s film featuring a performance from Michael Clark Duncan will you find a fighter jet pilot with the call sign Highball? Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow. And your winner, the beauty, Witness Green Lantern. Green Lantern was the movie. Green Lantern, and so call sign Highball. We've been talking about Top Gun Maverick. That has say. a lot of fun call signs in there. So only fitting the match would end on a very tough five-point question, and a little tricky at that. And so here's where we stand. We're going to toss it over to Jen Sturger, who has the pleasure of interviewing the yeah. beauty, the tyrant, and Zafortenplaus, who we do not have intel as to whether he actually knows where he is or what country he's currently in a match. Uh, now we go to Jen, who I hope helps him with some of that. Good luck, Jen. A big congratulations to Whitney Seibold on his very first singles win. Whitney, you and I have been around for a while when it comes to the Schmodown. You're such a phenomenal player, and I think one of the most underrated players in this game. How on earth is this your first singles win? Uh, I was I, you know, priming the pump, as it were, making sure the Schmodown was ready for the deluge of victory that is to come. You know, you can't just sort of charge out and just wreck everything right away. You have to make sure that confidence is at a low ebb, and then you come in and you just completely trash everything. That's what, that's my plan. And I'm following through. How does it feel to get this first one under your belt, finally? It feels like everything is now in order. Everything was chaos before, everything was a little bit discombobulated, but now the world makes sense. I have won, and that's the way it ought to be. Speaking of chaos, Flaus, uh, I don't know whether it's, you know, the, the help that you've had the past couple of, you know, times. You had um, someone helping you last time. Now you have Ty helping you. Uh, you're doing a great job managing. Any help that I have provided, I am merely a vessel with which his talents flow. It's called support, not help. They are supporting my brilliance. And I'm telling you right now, I think manager of the year is probably already in the cards. It's very, very early for manager of the year talk. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. Buzz, it's a thing. Starting the buzz. People are speaking. Yeah, speaking of buzz, uh, ruling class has, was really impressive. You know, you guys are off to a great start uh, as a team together. What next? Who do you guys want next? 
Well, that's uh, something we'd like to keep a secret, but uh, we will be getting other people next. I will tell you this much. And I want to tell you something else, Jen Sturger. Your face is so smooth. What is your skin regimen? Because I'm dying over <laughs> here. My, I got hairs and pimples and whatnot. But that's not the thing I want to tell you. You always throw me off with your beauty. <laughs> Listen, ruling class will rule, yes. But what else will rule is a different class, which is a faction, okay? Not just a team, this is a faction that we are announcing today. Drum roll, please. Oi! Okay, no drums, I guess. So we don't need drums, because you know what we have? We have the power of our energy. So I'm going to say right now, usually we have music, but that will come later. We do this in post. We will now be a part of the faction that is called the House of Flowers. <laughs> you see it rhymes, right? House and flowers, spelled differently. One is German spelling, one is regular English. It's, it's, that's all the, beyond the point. We're gonna win everything. I'm manager of the year, and these guys are gonna be there with me, Jen Sturger. I love you. <laughs> Big announcements backstage, and I am not paid enough for this. Anyways, back to the desk. Okay, well, some breaking news out of all of that. You talk about the yellow brick road being rubble. <laughs> We're sorry, Jen. Just click your heels three times and you'll be home. House of Flouse is the uh, name of this yay. faction. And the faction, despite the managerial, maybe, uh, confidence that they are Overconfidence. pouting their chest about, yes. Faction's playing pretty well so far. I, exactly, and that's that's it, it pains me to say, Ellis, but Flaus is 2-0 in the season here in 2022. Yeah. He's been on a run here, the ruling class doing well. And, you know, the House of Flouse, as they were so proud to mention, it does rhyme. It, it does rhyme, and uh, that's across many languages, I'm told in my ear. And so Whitney Seibel gets his first win in singles. Movie trivia, Schmodown play. So close, yet so far away. The Switchblade still yeah. searching for that elusive first victory, but her good buddy Moose Haas uh, ushering her to a well-played match here as her de facto manager today. So we'll toss it back to Jen Sturger, who has an exclusive interview now with both the Switchblade and Moose. Jen, take it away. Tough day out there for Rachel Silverstrini. Rachel... You are just one of those players that your record does not accurately speak for the level of player that you are. How frustrating is it to go out there and just not be able to finally get that W? It's like trying to hit a nail, but you hit your thumb every time. <laughs> you just keep missing. It, like You'll strike it and it'll slide off and all of a sudden you're like, oh, I've got a block nail. Um, but it's it's fun. It's still fun. And playing Whitney was a it was a gas, but um, yeah, I would really like to get that win one of these days. That's and that's why I brought in Moose because, you know, we're we're friends and he helps me study and we've both been kind of downtrodden a little bit after last season ended. Yeah, I know it's got to be rough. I mean, both of you kind of coming from the same background. You know, you were formerly with the Den, you were formerly with Gucci, but honestly, I mean, if we're really looking at the upside of things, I think. This might be a better fit for both of you moving forward. A little less chaos and maybe some camaraderie to go with it. And, you know, and intelligence about the game. Um, you Shots know. Shots fired. <laughs> Kill me if I'm being honest. Um, but, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's nice to, you know, we, we, we talked during the off season and it was just one of those things we were studying together and I was like, hey, we've got this match. Can you come help? Because um, everybody needs a friend. And uh, I think I found a good one. Here. 
So I guess what's next? Like, how are we going to get over this this hump, this first win? Because I feel like it's going to be the same situation with Whitney. It's like once you get that first win, I feel like the floodgates will open. Yeah. But I think that also one of the things we have to look at is you haven't exactly been playing slouches. Anytime no. you get a call <laughs> about a match, it's like, hey, do you want to play someone that's on Mount Rushmore? And you're like, duh. Yeah, I mean, I, I prefer playing the people that are at the top of the league, you know, like there's no better test for a player. Um, and I think that going forward, you know, I, I my last two questions in round three were IG. So what better person to have by your side than an IG player to help you step up your game in that aspect? So huh. we'll be uh, we'll be thinking about some strategies going forward. Yep. Strategies, maybe some team stuff. I feel something's going, there may be something here that wasn't there before. <laughs> Oh, you. I can never escape that stupid movie. <laughs> when you tour with Beauty and the Beast for five years. Uh, I mean, it, it, we've, we've been discussing some things, so we'll, we'll see how things pan out. Everybody needs a friend in the Schmodown, and especially against a rabble like what she just played there. I mean, Klaus... The you don't early, even need to say anything else. The it's early stuff of David Hasselhoff is better than anything that you've done in the last 12 years. You look like if I touched you, you would physically be sticky. That was awkward and weird. The Flouse House needs to go down. Whew. Well, I feel like this is the beginning of a very beautiful friendship and rivalry at the same time. So, yeah. tough loss today, Rachel, but Thanks. I'll see you again soon. Absolutely. All right, well, it, we're announcing managerial names for right. the House of Flouse, but an interestingly nebulous answer there. Are Moose and Switchblade just buddies who enjoy movie together, or might they be a team at one point? What says Andrew Guy? Well, I mean, they've both been done dirty by their previous factions, right? They've both been done dirty by other people in the Schmodown. So right now, Flying Rogue is maybe the best thing for them to do. That's one of the greatest things about the season that we're in right now in the movie trivia Schmodown is you don't have to commit to a whole entire group of people. You can just ride solo, or you can maybe, maybe, Maybe just hang out with your buddy, Moose Haas and Rachel Silvestrini. No idea exactly what they're going to be doing with their future, but I liked what we saw in terms of their chemistry today. Yeah, and, and what we did see for sure is that while Rachel didn't get the W today, it's only a matter of time before she finally checks that box yes. in the W column. You said Flying Rogue, and I bet you were thinking about that fun airplane movie that's in theaters this weekend. But right now, we're going to take a little break, and then when we return, it is your headliner match here on Friday Night Titans. Do you need any more than the names Kalinowski and Smets? It's on and a belt in the world of inner geekdom knowledge is on the line. Andrew and Mark will be right back.